0: Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos Mem We're starting two lines from the top. Four words into the line. Raba Rav Zera Beirish Kalusa. Raba and Rav visited the Rish Kalusa's house. Chazilu Huavda. They saw a servant. The Anach Kuzademaya Kumkuma. He placed a jug of cold water on top of the hot water kettle. Nazeh Raba. Raba chastised the servant. Amel Rav says to Raba. Why is this different than a hot water kettle on top of another hot water kettle that the Brassel later on will tell us is okay? Amr leis, Rabbi responds, Over there, you're simply maintaining the heat of the upper hot water kettle. Over here, you're increasing the heat in the upper jug because it doesn't—it was cold, and now you're going to make it warm by placing it on top of the hot water kettle, and that's aser. They further saw the servant. He placed a turban on top of a jug of water, and he placed a ladle on top of this. Turban, this ladle was meant for ladling water out of the jug. Nazhe Rabbah, Rabbah chastised him. Amale Rabzera says, Amai, why'd you do so? Amale Rabba told him, Hashta Chazis, you're going to soon see. Lesif at the end, Chazi, they saw the Kama that he was squeezing out this turban from the liquid that it absorbed. Amale Rabzera says, Why is this any different than a Parvanka, which is a rag that was used to spread over a barrel? There's not a problem to do that. He says, no, you're not makbid if it absorbs liquid, so therefore you're not going to squeeze it out. But over here, he's makbed that his turban doesn't get soaked with liquids, therefore he's likely to squeeze it out, and that's why it was asr. The Gemara continues explaining the Mishnah. Our Mishnah had delineated a number of things, straw, zagin, muchen, and other things, that if they're dry, you're allowed to do hatmana in them. However, if they're moist, you may not. The Gemara says, these muchen, which we had said, were tufts of unprocessed, soft material. May one, move them on Shabbos. Usually, you take these muchen, and later on in the processing, you're going to make them into felt. However, beforehand, before they're made into felt, they're moktza, because they have no use, and you want to use them for something else more important. However, let's say you did hatman in them. Are you now allowed to move them on Shabbos? Does it remove their status of moktza because you weren't... Matman in them. Amr um, alaihi like says, and Just because his fellow doesn't have a box of straw to do hatman in, he's just going to be a box of mukhin, meaning just because he used it for hatman, that doesn't mean that also now he can use it for whatever he wants. And the Gemara says, Masayele, let's we have a braisa that supports this that just because he used these mukhin for hatmana, it doesn't make them not muktah. Taimanubigiz sever, person could do hatmana in shearings of wool, or in combed wool, uba or strips of purple wool, uba and mukhin, ve'en and you may not do hatmana. So we see that even though you did hatmana in them, you still are not allowed to move them. It doesn't remove their status of mukta. The Gemara says, No. If it's just from that braisa, that's not a proof. Haqi kamar, it's very possible that the Braise is telling us if you didn't do hatman in them then then you're not allowed to move them the Gemara asks if so then that's not a Chiddush of course if you didn't do hatman in them you're not allowed to move them they're Moktza the Gemara says no, you might have thought that even though you didn't do hatman in them you still can use them for a different purpose lemizga is to lean on them they're soft and comfortable that if you didn't use them for Atmana, you're not allowed to use them for leaning on so we have no proof from this Brasa whether or not if a person used mukhin for Hatmana, if he's also now allowed to use them for other things. The Gemara says, Rev mm-hmm. Chizda allowed a person to return the stuffing of a pillow into it on Shabbos. A sphere of he The person is allowed to untie the neck opening of a garment on Shabbos. The launderers is used to tie the neck openings together to make it easier to launder the garment. You're allowed to open that on Shabbos. Avolay you're not allowed to create a brand new opening, brand new neck hole. The Ain you're not allowed to place Moychin, not to a pillow or mattress, beyond, and for sure you're not allowed to do so on Shabbos, because you're creating a klee. That's patesh. So we see you're not allowed to put stuffing of a pillow into it on Shabbos or Yontif. The Gemara says, kashi, That's not a problem. One is with a new pillow, and this is the first time you're putting the stuffing in, then you're creating a clean, that's usser. However, when it's an old pillow, and you're just re-pl- putting the stuffing back in, that's not a problem. We have a brasser to support this. You're not allowed to put muchen into a pillow or mattress. And for sure, you're not allowed to do so on Shabbos. However, if it fell out, Shabbos, you're allowed to put it back in on Shabbos and for sure you're allowed to do so on Yontef because you're not creating something new. You're just replacing the stuffing that fell out. Now, regarding this halakhli we had just mentioned Opening up the neck hole. I'm Rabbi Yehuda Merav. If a person opens up a neck hole on Shabbos, he's because he just created a brand new opening. He just created a vessel, and therefore it's usr and he's chayv Mask of Rav Kana Rav asks a question. Mem on the top. Why is this any different than a barrel lid? We know that if a person has a barrel that's covered with a lid, he's allowed to take a sword and cut off the top of that barrel with the sword and now places barrel in front of people and it's not considered like he's making an opening. So why is it that regarding a garment, it's considered like he's making an opening? One is considered connected when he wove the garment without a neck hole. So Everything is connected now. Now that he opens up a neck hole, he's making a brand new opening. However, the lid of the barrel and the barrel itself are not considered connected to each other, and therefore he's not creating an opening when he simply removes the top of the barrel. Now, regarding the sugya of things that are connected, Ramulera Vyemilera Zera. Tonight we have a Mishnah, the loose stitching of launderers, professional launderers used to loosely stitch all of the clothing together to make it easier to launder. Launder. And a keychain, and two pieces of a garment that are sewed together with shatness, that's considered connected for toma. That means if something tame touches one part, of, let's say, the string of garments. So then all the garments on the string are going to be considered Tameh. That's only until you start untying the string. Alma, we see from here, that even though you're not currently doing malacha with these garments, you already finished laundering them and they're hanging on the drying rack, let's say, it's still considered connected regarding tomah. A stick that was made into a makeshift axe handle, you simply took a random stick, you put it into the head of the axe, and you didn't connect them. Chibur toma it's still considered connected regarding tomah. Bishas malacha, while you're doing work with this axe. So the Gemara makes a diuk, Bashas malacha in. That's only while you're Doing work with the X. When you're not doing work with it, it's not considered connected. So we have a stira. When things are loosely connected to each other for one specific purpose, is it considered connected only, or even not, or even not? says it's not a stira. Amr Leh in the case of the axe, when you're not using it, a person will take out this makeshift handle and just throw it in his scrap wood pile. Therefore, it's obviously not considered connected to the axe unless you're actually working with it. But in the case of the launderer, even when he's not actually laundering the clothing, it's still beneficial for him to have this string attaching all these clothing, the if they accidentally get dirty, let's say they fall off the drying rack and they become dirty, now, now he can re-clean them with ease because they're considered connected. So even though he's not actually doing work with it, he wants them to be connected loosely with this string. The Gemara continues. Basura in the Yeshiva of Surah, Masnu La La Hashmaita of they would say the following Memra, the name of Chizda, the Pumadisa, and Pumpadisa, Masum they would say in the name of Khanna, Ramula Some say they would say in the name of Rava. who's the Tana of the following Memra, Harehu kamayu, and he th- Time, you have two things that are connected. One is exactly like the other. Therefore, if one part becomes Tameh, the other one becomes Tameh also. I'm Rav Rav Meir hits Rav Meir, did not me have a Mishnah. Our Kira was our stovetop. It held two pots, and we had different things that we would attach to it. ha-pach is an oil flask, Beisapach is a spice container, and Beisaner is a lamp. And we would all attach them to the Kira. They will become. Tame Maga. If something touches the Kira, and thereby rendering the Kira tome now these little attachments are going to become tame also. The inmatan Ba'avir, however, they will not become tame if something simply went into the airspace of the Kira. That renders the Kira tame, but not these attachments. Div Reb Mayer, that's Reb mayor's opinion. Reb Shimon and and Reb Shimon is always Mataii these things, and he doesn't consider them connected to the Kira. So we see from here that even when I have two things that are loosely attached, they are still nonetheless considered connected regarding toma That's Reb Meir's opinion. And now the Gemara just tries to analyze the mayor's opinion. Bishlema, the Reb Shemin, I understand according to Reb Shemin, ever, he holds lavka These things, just because they're attached to the Kira, they're not considered part of it, therefore they do not become Tameh. El to Meir, meir damu, if they're a part of the Kira, ba'avir nami they should become Tameh even if something goes into the airspace of the Kira. And Elavka kirudamu, if they're not like the Kira, litmu, they shouldn't become Tameh even if something touches the Kira. Sigmar explains it's not a contradiction. La'ilam lavka really they're not like the Kira. They're the gods They're were the one that made the and therefore, it's only Tame in one scenario and not in the other. The Gemara continues to ask, who if they made igzera, so why were they not geyser that it's going to become tummy ba'avir if something goes into the airspace of the kira?" The Gemara says, "No, rabbanan, The Chacham wanted needed to make a differentiation, recognizable differentiation. Asulu, so we don't end up burning truma and Kachem because of this. We know that Tame, truma and kachim must be burnt. However, if they only become tami Midrabanan, then you're not going to burn. Burn them and this is a Tumudrabanan, and in order to help people differentiate what's considered a Tumudra banan and Tumudraisa in this specific case, we said it's only to become Tamibamaga and Napa Avir, and that way people aren't gonna accidentally burn chuman kachim that really shouldn't be burned. Another halacha regarding khibur, connection of two things, tanra banan, masper scissors that are made out of two pieces that are meant to be separated when you're not actually using them, and a carpenter's plane. This is a wooden tool that had a blade at the end that they would use to smooth things out. That's considered connected regarding toma, and it's not considered connected regarding Hazza, meaning if they become tome, each piece needs to be sprinkled separately with the mechatas in order to make it tahar. If they're considered connected, even when you sprinkle on it, they should be connected. If they're not considered connected, then even regarding Toma, they shouldn't be considered connected. Why are you picking one and not the other? Umar says, when these things are in the process of being worked with, you're currently working with it and it becomes Tameh, it's considered a Chibor. And for hazat,u shalay If you're not actually doing work with it, in Hebrew it's not considered connected regarding tuma or for sprinkling. Mem tassamid on the top. V'gazra rabbanal tuma shalay b'shas malacha. And the abundant decreed that we should rule strictly regarding tuma when they're not in use. Mishum tuma because of the fear that someone's going to accidentally rule leniently regarding to tuma when they are in use. and regarding sprinkling while they are in use because I fear that someone might rule leniently regarding the sprinkling when they are not in use because since the distinction between when the utensil is in use and when it's not might not be clear to everyone, they had to pick the most strict way of looking at it and that's why it's not a stira saying that it's considered connected here for Tama and not connected there for haza. Everyone should have a wonderful day.